It is Monday, May 10th, 2021. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. There's a lot to talk about today, including a wild Eldora weekend. The World of Outlaws late models were in Wisconsin and more. So let's jump right in. We had a wild sprint car weekend at Eldora that turned into a four pack of features on Saturday due to weather on Friday night. More on that in a bit. The World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series and USAC National Sprint Cars were in action for the Let's Race 2 weekend with $10,000 going to the winner of each of the four races. For the Outlaws, we got some unexpected results and the points battle is suddenly much tighter at the top. In the Friday feature, which happened on Saturday afternoon, there were issues for several of our top points runners, including leader Brad Sweet. Logan Schuhart suffered a flat near halfway after contact with Aaron Reitzel and the wall and was nearly trapped in the work area, but a quick caution on the restart got him back into the uh, into the race and he, he recovered to finish ninth. That caution that saved Schuhart was a big crash involving Brock Zierfoss, Justin Peck, Jack Hoddenshield, and Sweet. Zierfoss and Hod were done for the race while Peck and Sweet made it back out. Sweet only managed a 14th place finish after the incident and that helped open the door in the standings. Out front, Sheldon Hoddenshield led the early going, but on the restart after the big crash, Brent Marks slipped past Sheldon and took over the lead at lap 18. The NOS 17 never got close enough again to challenge Marks, and at the end it was Marks taking the win back behind the wheel of his own number 19. Marks hadn't won an outlaw show since his national open win at Williams Grove back in 2019. As for Sheldon, he crossed the line second behind Marks, but was six pounds light at the scales following the race and was DQ'd. That dropped him from second to 24th in the results, which was a 44-point difference. That could end up being big later in the year. So behind Marks, the rest of the top five was Aaron Reitzel in second, Donnie Schatz third, David Gravel fourth, and Carson Macedo in fifth. In the Saturday night feature, Ian Madsen and Sheldon Hoddenshield led early, but Donnie Schatz took over at lap eight and looked like he was possibly on his way to win number 300. Inside 10 to go, Schatz had a multi-second lead over Hoddenshield, but Sheldon got the top side rolling and he slowly reeled the TSR 15 back in. Coming to two to go, Sheldon got by Donnie for the lead, and he drove away over the final two laps for his third win of 2021. Logan Schuhart nipped shots right at the line for a hard-charging second-place finish, with shots finishing third. Ian Madsen was fourth, and Jacob Allen rounded out the top five. Two finishes outside the top ten for Brad Sweet on the weekend, along with a fourth and a seventh for David Gravel, saw the points lead chopped from 90 down to 62, with Eldora now in the books. Carson Macedo, Sheldon Hoddenshield, and Aaron Reitzel round out the top five. Even though he didn't get the win, Shots and his 15 team are rolling right now. Except for a 12th at I-70, Shots has recent finishes of 5th, 2nd, 2nd, 5th, 3rd, and 3rd. He keeps inching closer and closer to that 300th career win. As for Sweet, consecutive finishes outside the top 10 hasn't happened to him since he went 3 in a row back in July of 2020 between Wilmot, Terre Haute, and Attica. It shows just how quickly swings can happen in the standings and that with only 20 races complete, a lot can and will still happen. The Outlaws are back this week for three shows in Pennsylvania starting Wednesday night at Lincoln. We'll have more on that later in the week. 
For the USAC Sprint Car portion of the Let's Race 2 weekend, we saw one dominating performance and one near photo finish. In the Friday feature early in the day on Saturday, Tyler Courtney was a man on a mission. He started on the pole of the feature, led all 30 laps of a caution-free affair, and lapped up to 7th place to take his 5th consecutive win at Eldora Speedway, going back to 2018. Nobody in the race had anything for Sunshine in his 7BC machine. It was one of the more dominating, performance we, uh, dominating performances we've seen recently in a dirt race. Robert Ballou finished second, Jaden Rogers third, Justin Grant fourth, and Chris Windham was fifth. In the day's second feature, we saw a similar situation play out with the pole sitter leading all 30 laps en route to the win, but it was a different driver and a different run to the finish. Robert Ballou raced his way out to a multiple second lead, but Courtney, who started seventh, found his way to the runner-up spot and reeled Ballou back in from multiple seconds. In the closing laps, Courtney attempted multiple sliders, but just couldn't make one stick. The two leaders even made contact at one point as Ballou tried to clear a lap car. At the end of the caution-free feature, though, Ballou was able to hold Sunshine off right at the line for his first win of 2021 and his first USAC win since 2018. Courtney was second, Wyndham third, Brady Bacon fourth, and Paul Neenheiser finished fifth to grab his first ever top five with the series. I told you guys back on Friday that Baloo would be one to watch, and he did not let me down, finishing second in the first feature and winning the second. He now has 10 straight top 10 finishes with USAC and is tied with Justin Grant with an average finish over the previous five races of 4.6. Leaving the Eldora weekend, Brady Bacon now leads Justin Grant by 29 points in the standings with KTJ third, Baloo up to fourth, and Chris Windham in fifth. Before we end the Eldora discussion, I did want to jump back to Tyler Courtney. Even though he's going full-time winged racing this year, he didn't miss a beat jumping back into, a, uh, into USAC competition this weekend. A win and a second to go along with the two top 10s in the wing car with the Outlaws showed his talent and versatility. And don't forget, he did that all in a single day. With the weather issues on Friday, they ran all four races on Saturday, with Courtney jumping back and forth between the wing car and the non-wing car. That's an incredible feat of race car driving badassery. As for the weather issues on Friday night, which pushed hot laps and qualifying well into the early morning on Saturday before things were shut down, I know there were a lot of complaints. You had drivers calling out other drivers, people complaining about the track and series decisions, and folks upset that racing was pushed back. But in a case like we saw on Friday night, nobody wins regardless of the decisions made. The track and series are screwed either way. If they run and the racing sucks and equipment gets tore up, that's bad. If they don't run, people complain that they could have got the racing in. It's a complete no-win situation. I'd say they did the best they could with what they were faced with. We got some pretty solid racing on Saturday, and I think that's about the best you can ask for. We got two great nights of racing with the World of Outlaws Late Model Series in over the weekend at Mississippi Thunder Speedway in Wisconsin. On Friday night, Brandon Shepard started on the front row but was beat out early by pole sitter Tyler Bruning and seventh starting Brent Larson. Bruning led the first six laps before Larson took over on lap seven. Sheppy stayed close though and as the leaders worked lap traffic, he slid by Larson to take the lead on lap 23. He held on over the final 18 laps for his first official World of Outlaws win of the season. Larson ended up second for his career best finish. Behind the top two, late cautions for Bruning with eight to go and Ryan Gustin with five to go really shuffled the top five and top ten. 
Chris Madden and Jimmy Mars were towards the lower end of the top 10, but those two took advantage of the late cautions with Mars finishing third, uh, Cade Dillard fourth, and Madden kind of sandwiching them in, uh, rounding out the top five. Nights like that where a driver turns a top 10 into a top five could pay big dividends later in the season with points. Kyle Strickler earned his first top 10 finish since February 12th at Volusia, breaking a streak of 10 straight races outside the top 10. On Saturday night, we had an early battle between our top two in points with Madden and Bishop swapping the lead three times in the first 17 laps. But Madden took over for good on lap 17, and he led the final 43 laps en route to his second win of 2021. Ryan Gustin tried to track him down late but settled for second with Shepard ending up third, Kyle Strickler fourth, and Tim McCready in fifth. Cade Dillard definitely seems to be headed back in the right direction with four top tens in his last five races. Out front, though, the battle remains tight between Madden and Sheppy. The win and a third for Shepard saw him push the points lead out just a little bit more. To, uh, he added four points now to make the lead 60 over Smokey. Strickler is back up into third, but he's now 120 points back with Bruning and Weiss rounding out the top five. This is definitely turning into a two-horse race with 17 races now in the books. The Outlaws are now off until May 21st and 22nd at Port Royal Speedway. Another weekend late model action, Jonathan Davenport kept his season rolling, sweeping the two nights at Batesville Motor Speedway with the Comp Cam's Super Dirt Series. Ryan Unzicker grabbed the Mars win at LaSalle on Friday, while Garrett Alberson won Saturday. Devin Moran was the Ironman winner at Atomic Speedway. Jimmy Owens won the Spring National Show at Smoky Mountain. And Will Harrington was the $10,000 crate winner at Needmore. For more on the late model weekend, visit dirtondirt.com. In weekend open wheel action, Thomas Meserol swept the midgets and non-wing cars at Gas City. Justin Sanders was yet again a winner in 360 action at Ocean. Tanner Carrick won at Chico. Brooke Tatnell won the IRA show at Cedar Lake. Matt Covington won the ASCS show at I-86. Shane Golubic won at Placerville. And Austin McCarl won the season opener at Husets on Sunday. For more on the open wheel weekend, visit tjslideways.com. The only thing on the streaming schedule today is a flow racing 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope everybody has a good Monday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. You can find Dirt Tracker Daily where you get podcasts plus YouTube and Facebook. If you like what I'm doing, please subscribe and leave a review. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com. I do check those every single day. You can follow Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Dirt Tracker. And you can check out the website for all kinds of cool dirt racing stuff by visiting dirttracker.com. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.